everybody. I'm Kelly Ellers. I'm Jeffrey London. And this is Volume Up by the Teats. So we're camera on and I noticed you got a little, little, little something going on. New hairdo. Sure do. Sure do. Let's tell um, everyone about it. Yep. So my hair is blue. Um, mm-hmm. If you are not watching us on TikTok and or YouTube, <laughs> it's blue. Uh, so mm-hmm. yeah, we had some, some bleach, some mm-hmm. lightener around and and some hair yep. color and i was like mm-hmm. i'm gonna do it mm-hmm. uh i will i will say i did not intend to to be blue and this is the dangers of doing your hair yourself and not going mm-hmm. to a colorist but i have successfully done my hair before you and have. consulted with incredibly talented colorists that i call friends that have helped me get through but i guess i didn't lift quite enough mm. for this sort of chromey metallic color that i was going mm. for that did not absorb even a little bit even a little bit um, and I was on a time crunch. I needed to go to an airport. I'm not going to get into a lot of it, but it was a little bit of a panic when I rinsed out the chrome and just saw it was chromeless. Off. It was chromeless. chromeless. Um, very, mm-hmm. you know, that like just mm. not fun. Blo- like it wasn't anyway, it wasn't good. Uh, so I had to think fast. <laughs> um, and so I was like, what is going to cover? What is going to cover this color? <laughs> Uh, and I knew the blue would do the trick. So I just, mm-hmm. I grabbed, grabbed it, it, grabbed it, didn't need to mix, no mm. developer, like uh, no. we're not going to reveal brand names. Um, it was a thing where, you know, and I had already used all of my gloves, thrown them away because I was certain that I would. So I just, you know, blue hair color in my hands and mm-hmm. just poured it, just, you know, I uh, and let it develop as of... long as I could. Mm. I, I I could not wait the whole 20 minutes. That's how <laughs> pressed we were for time. Um, that is the minimum recommendation for developing. Uh, so, you know, we had like a good seven and a half before I had a full-blown episode of like, I've got to get down into it. Um, <laughs> and then I was just like rinsing it out in a bathroom mm-hmm. sink. Um, and then also cleaning up sink. You know, it was a lot. Yeah, and this is a lot. So the, this is a rush yeah. do. A rush do that is mm-hmm. all kind of a don't, um, <laughs> but, but it's like, it's good now. I'm, I'm liking originally yeah, it was bluer now. You, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, for summer, yeah. let's do it. Let's get weird with it. If you want to go blue, do, go do, blue. do that. Go I mean, blue. it meant I like the blue. I like the Compton Cowboy shirt. Shout out to the Compton Cowboys. It's a whole look. It's a Luke for a Thursday. Um, it's been a long week, I think, for a lot of people, um, wherever you are in the week. Um, mm-hmm. And by the time you're listening to this on a Monday, it'll maybe be a week already for you. Yes. Um, I don't want that for you. But but yeah, so thank you. I appreciate that. That's um, great. Yeah, we'll see. We'll probably do a different color soon because this is going to rinse its way right mm-hmm. on on my hair. Um, <laughs> and we'll be back to the original problem. So... <laughs> But there are other things happening in the world, yes. Kelly. Um, big, big, big things, which were a pleasant, happy surprise. And I would mm-hmm. like to just say it. J-Lo and Ben Affleck up and got married in Vegas. You what did. is your what are your thoughts on this? You know, I I mean, she looked so gorgeous, Stunning. right? Radiant. Stunning. And so, I mean, clearly there was hair and makeup there. She had two different dresses. So how mm-hmm quick was it i can imagine she has many white dresses she can just pull from the closet mm-hmm. but i like are that you they trying just to say it was to a it. surprise to us but it wasn't a surprise to yes, anybody in their exactly inner circles that's, that's i, I see i mm-hmm. see what you did there um mm-hmm. well we did cover it on the tease.com if you're curious yes. about how she got the look at her hairstyle specifically obviously chris appleton we've talked he's everywhere 
He's Does it surprise us that he was there in Vegas? No, of course not. Um, she did look incredible and we're happy. She for did. Her. We and are. Them, right? Them. Love, you know, it's the meme that it's like you, it's you who I said I would marry <laughs> if we were both single 20 years later. And they were. So it's just, I want to believe in them because they gave it mm-hmm. a shot, didn't mm-hmm. work out, lived their lives and they're coming back around to it. So I'm 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 here to see it work out for them. Yes, mm-hmm. eyes peeled on the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We are watching and hoping for the very best. Ben, Indeed. don't mess this up. Yeah. Don't Ser- do her dirty. Seriously, Ben. Ben has the capability to mess it up, but we're anyway not here yeah. nor there. No. <laughs> but what is here was there last week's episode. Why don't you tell us about it? On our last episode, we talked with Douglas Smith. Douglas is a grooming expert, and his business, Phoenix Shaving, is trailblazing on the forefront of the traditional wet shaving revival that we're seeing crop up around the world. Douglas is also the co-host of the popular morning show, I'd Lather Be Shaving, which love the plan words, and organizer of the Big Shave Southwest, a yearly shave festival held each year in sunny Mesa, Arizona. Aside from creating the most epic shaving gear, Douglas has also developed a Phoenix shaving universe over the last decade, consisting of an ongoing saga found on most sales pages. Due to the cult following of the long running story, Douglas finally published the most recent three in 2021, available in paperback and ebook. He also runs a YouTube show and has a wonderful documentary. If you like learning more about the industry, those who are enacting change and creating a better world, make sure that you subscribe, rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube and TikTok at Read the Tees and send in questions to volume up at thetees.com. On this week's episode, we talk with Ian Murphy. Ian is president of Bosley MD, is also a seasoned global beauty business executive with over 30 years of expertise. In roles ranging from marketing to sales to international business development, Murphy is a trailblazer within the category and has represented beauty conglomerates such as Redken, Wella, Garnier, and Bioionic. Currently at Bosley MD, the Thinning Hair Authority, he leads the company and is responsible for global strategy, brand vision, innovation, and go-to-market strategy, and execution on the brand, guiding a robust team of marketing, sales, and product development, and supply chain individuals who strive to bring quality and solution-based products to market. Through instilling values of constant innovation, work with integrity and honesty, and a passion to inspire consumers' confidence, Murphy is leading the way for further success at Bosley MD. We talked with Ian this week about his journey, how Bosley MD got to where it is, and where the company is headed. But before we get there, we're going to talk about a different kind of hair. Yeah. And that is armpit hair. It's trending. Yeah. Uh, you might have seen the cover of, the, the most recent cover of Vogue, uh, with the one Emma Corrin, uh, star of The Crown. There's a little bit of hair under there, um, which is a big deal for Vogue, because Vogue has, for the longest time, sort of been the arbiter of like what's in style. And if they're saying that it's cool to have body hair, like all of the young kids these days are embracing or cool with, then by God it is. So, I mean, it was a shock, not because women and other folks grow hair, but it was a shock to see it on Vogue. It's just, it, but it's, it's here. It's here. We're going to see it more and more. Um, and yeah, it got Vogue stamp of approval. I don't mm-hmm. see that it has your stamp of approval. Um, somebody's... Is it that obvious? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not as, as comfy about the, the topic. What are your thoughts? You know, I'm really not. This was also reported in the Wall Street Journal, which was a take mm-hmm. off of certainly the shocking news that it had the stamp of approval with Vogue. Mm-hmm. But I, for one, no, just 
an absolute no. It's never going to happen. Call me old school. Call me not in vogue. But that's where I stand on it. What about you? I mean, (laughs) I'm one of these, like, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't do any. So I'm just like, sure, you want to? Great. But I appreciate, like, it is for everyone to decide for themselves. That's kind of where I come down on it. So, like, if you want to, great. If you don't want to, great. Um, But again, I will, like, it's not not jarring to see it on Vogue. I'll just say that. Like, I think Instagram and TikTok has certainly desensitized or like gotten beauty to be more inclusive in terms of body hair and body hair positivity. So like, it's much more commonplace to see people with visible body hair, no matter what. But yeah, it was, it was like, oh, wow. Like, huh. Vogue finally got hip to it, I guess. They did. Um, so there's that. Uh, let us know how you guys feel. Are you growing out yeah. pit hair um, if you hadn't previously or would you never? Um, we'll take all opinions on yep. the matter, frankly. Get in touch with We're us. We're here to be candid, know. right? Candid conversations about beauty mm-hmm. and that is one. So we'll take mm-hmm. it. Yes, it sure is. Speaking of beauty, <laughs> Kelly, let's let's talk about something else. Someone... Yeah. You know, so <laughs> Kim K, she's got her beauty, S-K-K-N, otherwise known as Skin Beauty. It came out this week that she actually, albeit having a nine-step beauty regime that she's trying to sell us as consumers, and you know how I feel about a celebrity line, no thanks, no. Mm-hmm. Um, she admitted that she um, has the worst advice that she can give to people is that she sleeps in full makeup. And she can sleep on her back and never ruin her makeup, which is completely counterintuitive to said nine-step beauty regime that was previously noted mirrors her elaborate daily routine. So busted, right? Yeah. What do you think about that? I don't... There's some authenticity issues happening here. Yeah. I do, frankly, I can envision that Kim would go to bed with makeup on Same. when it's like such a production to get it, like mm-hmm. the amounts of makeup that she and her sister's have popularized like it makes sense you wouldn't want to like scrub that off if you're in it Mm -hmm. for like a five hour and and i'm not exactly i mean we know that it's like extensive contouring and it's not like they're going with like a a, like a little teeny tiny bit of mascara so yeah i'm sure like you want to extend the life and it's not like you can bring in beauty by mario every single (laughs) i mean but he can't right like he's got his own beauty brand like he's doing stuff Mm -hmm. so yeah it, it was shocking that she admitted it also, because, yeah, she's been hawking the skincare line, mm-hmm. which requires that you do things sequentially. Uh, I, I, you know, she's a she's a host of contradictions. You know? <laughs> we contain multitudes, well right? Like, that's what they say. Like, <laughs> I don't know. They're exhausting. It's hard keeping up with the Kardashians. Indeed. Isn't it? Whether it's keeping up on Hulu or Netflix. <laughs> Or, e, or Instagram. I mean, yes, between it's, it's difficult. <laughs> Kylie being a climate, what was climate criminal? Oh, what she's is, taking what? her jet for uh, forty minute uh, Which, rides. Which, to yeah, be clear, that's... for people who've been in LA, like the idea <laughs> that she took a the PJ from Camarillo to Van Nuys, like mm-hmm. she deserves, she deserves to be, to be raked over the coals for that. Like, indeed, oh, she does. I mean, that's just savage on all fronts. Like. So, you know what? Keeping up is going to catch up with them 
and is in some way, shape or form. Sure. Sure. We'll take it. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I like where you're going with that. Uh, <laughs> things that are also happening in the world, maybe more important than the Kardashians. Mm, although sure. I, I feel like people think that maybe there's not anything <laughs> more important than that. I would say the tease.com. Our editorial team has been hard at work this week, uncovering industry news, looking into trends and diving into brands that you don't know, but probably should. And here are some of our favorite headlines from the tease.com this week. One of which I myself wrote, that's right. The title is She's Back. Trader Joe's restocks his watermelon facial mist, which we've talked about on this very podcast, which is why I authored the piece. It is important that all of you listeners know about this. Get into it. Let me just read a little bit of an intro and then we'll talk about it, Kelly. Do you make a point of stopping in the beauty aisle at Trader Joe's every time you shop or are you normal? Well, if you're like me, you likely spotted their cold watermelon facial mist has made its seasonal return. Formulated with watermelon seed oil and watermelon fruit extract, this mist makes the most of an ingredient that's been widely used in Korean beauty products for years. Read the tease.com for more. Kelly, I of course bought it, which is why I wrote the piece. I always mm -hmm. buy it when I see it. Mm -hmm. I stock up, I get a couple, if not more than that, because everybody likes it in my family because I use it so much. <laughs> Have I convinced you in my piece to <laughs> consider <laughs> the Trader Joe's you know, watermelon facial mist, or is it still just an absolute no for you? It's just like I not feel, I feel um, <laughs> like in my bones opposed to smelling like a watermelon, mm. but um, you know, another guest at the pod that you also convinced <laughs> was Shane Wolf. He is, as we know, the worldwide president of L'Oreal's professional product division. And when I interviewed him a couple weeks ago, he was saying, I got to get a load of this Jeffrey guy because now I'm in Trader Joe's and I'm looking at beauty products all because of said watermelon facial mist. It's and so the real deal, guys. You, you officially are an influencer, if, if oh, not great. before. <laughs> great. And I believe as well, I may pick up, I may pick up just one. Just or one. I just send yeah. it to you. Um, yeah, it's worth it. I think honestly, like <laughs> it does smell a little bit like in the, we'll be transparent here. It smells a lot like a Bath and Body Works product from Ooh. the late nineties, <laughs> early aughts. So like, if you can get over that hurdle, it is like nice and refreshing. Like it, yeah. it feels good for summer. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, there's also a night mask question mark um that i've not gotten into because that okay. that seems like maybe we shouldn't be buying our masks from creator joe's oh, but a facial yeah. toner mist i'm on board right. uh, so please head over to tease.com read that piece get into it buy add to cart let me know how you feel um and if you love it i i definitely want to know if you don't then i don't necessarily want to know <laughs> there's that um, okay, next up on the tease.com, something that I think is super relevant given what is happening in the world. Hello, Heatwave. Yes. Um, the article, five waterless hair products to help save the planet and your strands. If water conservation isn't already top of mind for you, it definitely should be. According to UNICEF, 700 million people could be displaced by intense water scarcity by 2030. With the world's water resources in crisis and climate change causing more droughts, now more than ever, it is so important to work towards preventing water waste. That's why it might be a good idea to consider adding some waterless hair products to your routine. By using hair products that are water-free or with incredibly small amounts of water, we can help reduce our water footprint while still giving our strands the care that they need. Head to thetees.com to find five hair products that will help save your hair and the sea, your strands, all of it. Like, come on. Water conservation for me right now in California, where there are tons of restrictions, mm -hmm. is 
inescapable. Um, so I would definitely be down to try, um, even though it does sort of run counterintuitive to like what I'm about when I'm trying to like get some shampoo and conditioner off. Um, what about you? Would you dive into this trend? Would you try any? You know, I would. I think I think it's interesting. So, you know, like the Sasteo Moon Dust mm-hmm. Hair Wash, interesting to think powdered a liquid shampoo that I've never tried before. So I'm interested in trying that just to see. I do want my lather like you. I know. But I it's giving good reviews around the cleansing the hair and scalp, adds mm-hmm. volume, et cetera. And then I also, the Alder New York Texture Powder, I mean, any, anytime I can get more volume or texture, I'm there for it. (laughs) Um, And some of the reviews there say they go about a week between washes um, and this powder is the Holy Grail. And so also interesting, instantly refreshes. So I'm there for those two products. Check out the other ones on the tease.com in the article. Make it happen. Make it happen. Uh, All right. One more piece. Uh, And this one, I feel like you're definitely going to want to check out if you haven't already on the tease.com um the article is called and this is real it's time to step up your styling king mailroom barber company is here to help so our resident photographer is known to the tease for his hair mm-hmm. he describes it in the piece as all sorts of hairstyles long and luxurious to a grimy white trash mullet again his words uh so he wrote a piece for us about his desire for an ethically sourced and manufactured hair product and he includes some of his faves from Mailroom Barber Company, a brand that he came across in a local denim shop, quote unquote, back in Madison, Wisconsin, as I guess you do. Um, if you're hunting for new hair products, you're probably going to want to check this out um, and understand a little bit more about like what our photographer Tom's all about. Mm-hmm. This story got me thinking, though, where do you come across new product? Like sometimes it's in a salon yeah. and your stylist is saying like, hey, like I'm retailing this, like you should try blah, blah, blah. Sometimes you're in a denim shop and you see some product, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just wanted to know, like, how do you find products for the guys in your life? Because when you're in a salon, you're there for yourself, mm-hmm. not for them. But we know that they've got incredible hair. What does that process look like for you? Yeah, you know, I think it's, for me, I'm, I'm you know, I'm a word of mouth kind of gal. Not, mm-hmm. not even necessarily reviews, but I do like the word of mouth um, from those in the industry that we know are doing great things. I can also really appreciate an indie startup brand mm-hmm. that is coming to the table with something different. So in, you know, our wonderful photographer <laughs> talks a little bit about the products and one that he also likes is the texture salt spray. And it said, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the spray of the Pacific ocean, a little natural crunch. So it makes sense to me. It's logical, but I'm here for boutique brands that are discovered in niche areas because that's how some of the big ones got started. What about mm-hmm. you? Where do you find them? I mean, the thing is people are pitching us. Uh, so it's a lot easier mm-hmm. than it used to be. Yeah. Um, I don't think that I would have scoured a denim store for no. my hair product. No. Um, yeah i mean more it's salons it's salon pro friends that are like i swear by this thing and then i'm like i'm gonna get that and then i try for myself um yeah i just it like this piece in particular i was like i guess people do stock hair product maybe i should pay more attention um when i'm looking for other things (laughs) because again it doesn't for me click like denim product but mm-hmm. it did for him did he for sings him. its praises for mailroom barberco uh so check out that piece and then maybe let us know where you're buying hair product if it's not in a traditional 
you know, setting. If you're not getting it from a salon or you're not a brand faithful and just ordering online. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, as always, so much going on with tease.com. Thank you to hardworking editors, including our photographer, who's the guest editor, and myself even. Look at me. Love that. Um, we're proud to publish stories <laughs> that salon pros and consumers care about. Next up, my conversation with Ian Murphy, the president of Bosley MD, the seasoned global business beauty executive. We're going to talk about hair thinning and loss and all of the revolutionary things that Bosley MD is up to. All right, today on the pod, we have Ian Murphy, the president of Bosley MD. He is a seasoned global beauty business executive with over 30 years of expertise. In roles ranging from marketing to sales to international business development, he is no doubt a trailblazer within the category and has represented many beauty conglomerates such as Redken, Wella, Bioionic, and now currently at Bosley MD, which is the Thinning Hair Authority. We're going to get into all of that today, um, but he is responsible essentially for global strategy, brand vision, innovation, go-to-market strategy, and really guiding the robust teams over at Bosley MD through instilling values of consistent innovation, working with integrity and honesty and a passion to inspire consumers' confidence. He is leading the way for further success at Bosley MD. So welcome to the podcast here at Volume Up on the Tees. We are so delighted to have you. Hey, Kelly. Glad to be here. <laughs> Appreciate the invitation. You bet. So we're going we're gonna to jump in. We're going to get to know you. Jump back 30 years, I should say. Tell us a little bit about why and how you got started in the salon professional industry. Oh, 30 years. You know, I was listening to one of your <laughs> podcasts earlier when you did the whole Platinum Jubilee take there. But this is the Platinum <laughs> Jubilee take right now. Um, anyways, it was, it's very entertaining, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but, but anyhow, yeah, you know, uh, I didn't really plan to be in this beauty industry. Um, you know, I was uh, in university, De Montfort University, which is in the city of Leicester, right in the middle of England. And uh, wow. I had an Air Force scholarship. I was acting pilot officer wow. Murphy at the time. Whoa. And uh, flew 40, 44 hours, flew solo. They let me in a plane on my own. Whoa. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> and I got back down safely. Um, <laughs> But, but uh, I realized it really, you know, the, the service life wasn't for me. It, you know, it, was, it was part of my family, same as yours okay. in the hairdressing and beauty. But mm-hmm. my, my dad was in the American Air Force. My grandfather was in the British Army and on, you know, there was all this like, you know, background. But um, for me, I, I, I was more interested in, in traveling and finding out what this America thing was all about. Because my dad, <laughs> of course, was American. All right. Um, so so not, deciding not to go into the Air Force after my university career i actually got on a plane and visited some friends and family out here on the west coast and i think it was the middle of probably february and i found okay. myself in a, yeah. in a hot tub in california <laughs> looking up at the sun saying why mm-hmm. am i not living here when it's like raining and cold back in england right now <laughs> um, there's something Indeed. not right here <laughs> and that's where the seed, the seed of an idea was born i was like i have to find companies who are, who are out here well it actually, um, then when I got back, I actually uh, found an American company who was based in my hometown in England, which is hmm. North Am- Northampton. Okay. Um, very old city that goes back thousands of years and, cool. uh, and so forth. But um, but uh, but anyhow, the the the, <clears throat> the headquarters for Europe of Avon were located there. Oh no way! Wow. 
and I just on spec, I, I, I interviewed for a job and the guy that was uh, interviewing me was an American from my dad's hometown in uh, oh. Beaver Falls, Pennsylvania. <laughs> and he took Come one on. look at me and said, you, you, sure, when do you want to start? <laughs> so uh, that was my entree into the beauty world. Uh, but uh, after a couple of years of Avon, I, I realized that it wasn't quite dynamic enough for me. And I really wanted the chance to live and work in America. And um, as it turned out on a return trip to Los Angeles, I uh, uh, found out that uh, Redken were based in LA, albeit North LA, because uh, a friend of mine was uh, running a salon back in the UK. And she said, oh, you know, here's this Redken product. Yeah. And it says Los Angeles on the back. And we go <laughs> to have these seminars now and then. They seem like good people. You should apply for a job there. So I did. And I got it. <laughs> <laughs> they actually uh, had a job for me in the UK in their head, wow. head office there. And that's where I began. Okay. And uh, it was very, very interesting because, you know, I come from, again, from this military background yeah. and then yeah. into this like uh, uh, very retail door-to-door uh, -door marketing company, Avon. And then I come, I walk in the door to Redken UK. Everyone's hugging each other. I'm like, what's wrong with these people? What's going on here? But, uh, but they were just, you know, it was, it was a great experience. But I think the biggest thing I loved about Redkin when I started there was the products really worked. And there yeah. was such a great story and a heritage and the science behind the beauty, of course, was part of their, their story back then. And it was just a great experience. Okay. Um, which led to a much bigger opportunity because, of course, as many of us know, they were one of the first big beauty acquisitions. Mm -hmm. And um, I was only about maybe 18 months into my tenure at Redken UK, and suddenly they get bought by uh, L'Oreal. Yeah. And uh, the international president at the time, Scottish man by Arthur Long, brilliant guy, and opened up doors for, I think, many of us uh, in the past in our career journeys. And he had said, hey, I'm doing, I'm not going to do a bad Scottish accent. Uh, he said, you know, young, young lad, would you like to come over and, and join us in America? It's a fantastic opportunity. I was like, yeah, I'll come to California uh -huh. as well. Actually, it's going to be in New York. Mm, like, okay. Not as sunny. Yeah. yeah. No, no. And, you know, and, uh, but I took the opportunity and, um, and it was a real eye-opening world into what I, what I would call uh, is the university of beauty, which is L'Oreal. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, and so many people get, opportunities to build their career there because it really is just an incredible place to to get a foundation on beauty and all things beauty and, and all, all different um, disciplines whether it be sure. operations finance marketing sales you name it it's there for you if you want to go and learn so that was my my trip across the pond that's amazing and so from there then you spent some time at a handful of other brands tell me about you mm. know that journey and, and kind of that process as well yeah, no, look, you know, I, I'll be quite honest, but my first entree living in New York really didn't feel like it was for me. And I went in and chased uh, another opportunity, but it crashed and burned, you know, not everything mm. works, you know, the way you, you draw it up. And yeah. my path bounced back to New York again, because, uh, or be across the river, across the Hudson River in New <laughs> Jersey, because um, I was um, extended an opportunity to work for Weller uh, at the time who, of course, were individually owned yeah, um, yeah. before the P&G days. Mm -hmm. uh, and it was a brand that was really on the rise. At the time, it was a uh, transition because Mario and Elder Argenti were running the brand. And then, then suddenly, you know, I got in the door, and about a month later, <laughs> all change happened. And he, <laughs> him and her, they're out. And suddenly, this German guy, Karl-Heinz Pitch, is in the door. Yeah. And you know, everyone's like, 
oh my goodness, we're being taken over by, but you know, the Germans are coming and, <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, Karl Heinz pitch turned out to be one of my biggest, uh, supporters, mentors, Amazing. um, just someone to really learn from mm-hmm. and uh, still stay in contact with him, still meet with him occasionally. Uh, and he's just, a a, a real, um, just, just an excellent guru in the world of hair color and business in general. Yeah. So then were you there with the, the PNG acquisition? Just um, prior. So just, so, okay, just prior. Yeah. You know, you know, that was an interesting time. I was at Weller for right. six years. I started as a brand manager and I got promoted okay. four times to vice president of marketing. It was kind of like a bittersweet moment when the company decided to kind of merge, if you want to call it merge, but, um, joined under one roof with Sebastian mm-hmm. and Graham Weller. Yeah. About a dozen of us out of 150 were selected, uh, offered positions on the West Coast. Got so it was, it. it was sad in some respects to leave so many of our friends yeah. behind, mm-hmm. but it was exciting to start this new chapter with the company in Woodland Hills, California, yeah. where the original head office of Sebastian had been mm-hmm. and Graham Webb folks and Nate joined us and so forth. But um, the brand was growing uh, real fast. Um, and then again, you know, uh, change, <laughs> change is right. constant and change <laughs> happened. And, um, there were a hundred plus employees let go on pretty much on one day. Ooh. And, uh, myself, who was the vice president of brand marketing for Weller and also my opposite number a lady called Raffaella Kirschnick, who was running uh, Sebastian at the time okay. with the first two out the door. I'm like, well, what oh. happened? We just, we just moved across country and we you just got it. Yeah. <laughs> and suddenly we, we, nobody was told. And then like I said, a hundred odd other people were, were, were pushed out as well, you know, and then the, of course the truth came out shortly after that um, the company was readying itself for okay. acquisition. Yeah. Uh, and then got the it. P&G chapter yeah. came up. Got it. So you finally got your chance in LA, right? <laughs> I know. Wonderful. And uh, I, was lo- I was loving life. And then of course that came to a hold. Sure. But l- luckily, um, you know, uh, a previous uh, colleague, and this is why I think, you know, it's a cliche in this industry, but you just can't, you know, burn too many bridges because they, sure. it's such a, it's, a, you know, again, another cliche, it's such a small industry in the, at least on yep. the pro side. And you, but you only know that after going through it for a number of years, it's not, you know, people tell you that. And when you're in your twenties, like, yeah, whatever, you know, right. but until uh, but, uh, so you get slapped around a bit, sometimes you're like, oh, hang on a second. I really need to, you know, watch what I'm doing here. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, uh, and so I, I had, was fortunate enough to come across a couple of entrepreneurial owners of a, of a tool company called Bioionic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And K and Fernando Romero, great people. You can't get two more extreme uh, individuals <laughs> who are married and owners. You know, K was this beautiful ex Japanese uh, model. Mm. with an incredible creative aesthetic. And, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, Fernando, of course, was this flamboyant Mexican hairdresser who, who would, uh, one, one minute was jumping off cliffs in Mexico for money <laughs> in Acapulco. Next minute, he's working as Vidal Sassoon's assistant in Beverly Hills. And he had an incredible wow. story himself. And we, so together with um, other folks, uh, like the general manager at the time, Jay Jacobs, so we had a great team. We built this brand from what, what used to be like an old school, like a hairdryer into this cr- incredible tool that now was selling for $300 in Sephora wow. and, and, and the company really jumped and grew. And in the end uh, got acquired. Um, yeah. It was a really, it was a great story and a great family, a great family there. So they had three boys working in the business as well. Oh, wow. So it was a very tight company, but it was one mm-hmm. of the, you know, there was been so many of those brands in our 
professional business, they were family, entrepreneurial, and then of course one by one they all got kind of gobbled up. Um, not many of them left, uh, but uh, but there was an interesting time there. I think the last sure, thirty sure. years of, of those, you know, challenger brands. Yeah, such an evolution, and now challenger brands are are everywhere, right? Indie challenger, they're popping up everywhere. So certainly, kind of grassroots. You experienced it when when that started. So then, then in your career, um, you land at Bosley MD. Tell me about how. Um, your current role, how you landed your current role. Yeah, you know, it got sandwiched really because I was consulting and came across a couple of people in the beauty industry. Jim Morrison was one and uh, Rick Hogan uh, owns one of the biggest and best manufacturing locations here in California and Harlan Kirshner, of course, who is a, a, mm-hmm. an icon himself in the, yeah. in the PBA world and so forth. So I'd come together with them and said, hey, I think there's an opportunity for a Pepsi to the Coke. I mean, we can find an alternative to Nioxin here somewhere. Mm -hmm. Our distribution shifts were going on as well between our big mega distributors, Salon Syndic and Beauty Systems Group. And so um, together with a gentleman called Eric McLemore, we we built a baby, which was at the time Bosley Professional Strength. And uh, that that was the, the essence of getting the hairdresser to prescribe um, thinning hair, uh, solution. So I helped get this brand off off the ground okay. um, and into distribution. Um, <clears throat> however, I was I was getting a number of uh, other opportunities surfacing uh, at the same time as well. And one of them was actually in response to my family wanted me to be closer to the UK because okay. LA is eleven hour by plane and mm-hmm. eight hours behind on the clock. And so because of my mother and other people having some some medical issues in my family, I actually ended up believe it or not, moving back to New York to be closer to home. <laughs> wow. But landed an incredible opportunity. I was the ADP of Garnier uh, wow. running the hair color business. And it was an incredible opportunity to be on the other side of the fence mm-hmm. from the professional side where all I'd known was, you know, tubes of color, building brands, working with hair colorists. And suddenly, of course, uh, on the other side, it's like, how do we package that into a box and get a consumer to not go to the salon? Yeah, right. Right. It's like the anti-pro, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, so taking learnings and and it's like being a double agent almost. But totally. um, um, and I had a great a great time learning so much of that retail world and so much more of that direct to consumer experience, which would serve me so much w- well in the future. Now that you know this and the internet came along mm-hmm. and kind of leveled the playing field. So uh, fast forward to about three or four years ago, I got a call back from the owners of uh, Bosley at the time, Bosley Professionals, and said, "Hey, market's changed, the products are changing, the distribution mm-hmm. has shifted. Can you come back to finish the work that you started launching this brand? We want you to come back as the president. We want you to come oh. back and build this thing and blow it up and." Um, because we really think it's a, it's a big opportunity. And they were right, because, you know, if you think about the last 10, 20 years of this category, yeah. thinning hair was so much more male-dominated. Right. You know, even going right. back to those early Nioxin years, you know, you get a little mm. plug that came in the box, you put it in the shower, you count your hairs. I'm not sure many women want to do that. Uh, <laughs> they've already checked their hairs in their brush. But, but it was a situation back then. Again, there were, there were solutions, but it was mainly for men. And there yep. was this thing called DHT, and this, you know, there was told that it was a hormone that would stop the, you know, your hair growing and micronize it and force it out prematurely. So, question is, you know, what has changed? Mm-hmm. And so, when I walked back in the door here just over three years ago, I had to really think about, you know, 
where is she or he shopping for these products today? Because yeah. it's definitely become a gender inclusive need and therefore yeah. solution. So that was one of the things. And if you look, if you look today, I mean, you could buy thinning hair products in, you know, in everywhere from Target to, to QVC, Ulta, Amazon, of course, we wouldn't have survived without Amazon the last few years with the, yeah. with the pandemic. But still, the mainstay was, you know, the salons mm-hmm. because, you know, they're the biggest influencer at the end of the day. You know, we can yeah. spend thousands of million dollars on influencers, but really the hairdresser is the influencer when you're sitting in the chair. They're like, oh, you got a problem here. Right. Um, so we still, we still are very much entrenched into that stylist recommended position. But what I did bring to the forefront with this new look of Bosley was the MD portion, which mm-hmm. makes our brand different and credible because, you know, as you know, uh, Kelly, Bosley's been around for years mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's always been on TV with doctors in a white lab coat saying, oh, we know how to get your hair back. And um, so building on that doctor centric <clears throat> story, what we did was put, almost put a lab coat on our bottle and say, okay, we are Bosley. Well, we're, we're a doctor in a bottle. Yeah, but you know the other angle on this, who was you know no longer uh, is this hair thinning hair world about a shampoo. It's only one part of the equation, mm-hmm. you know. And I look at what our number one selling skew was at Ulta last year. It's a vitamin for women. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought that a supplement from a so-called salon brand would be the number one top selling yes. item? Wow. Um, and, and the same goes for you know. Uh, hair regrowth treatments mm-hmm. in, our, in our top four or five SKUs now it's minoxidil you know yeah. the only clinically proven regrowth treatment um and it's in it's 50 50 now we look at our amazon metrics it's it's women mm. and men wow. right there so you know things have, things have changed in a they big have way changed. Yeah. yes yeah. And so smart to to credentialize you know i love that you put the lab coat on the bottle because you know, when you think about as women, hair thinning and loss, I mean, there's certain phases of your life that it can happen, you know, after childbirth, you know, menopause, all of the things, hormonal changes. And so it is a very, very scary thing because your hair is so much of your identity. And so it's been interesting to see, interesting to hear that now it's more of a 50-50 split, you know, with women versus men, because I think we're talking about it more. Do you like it's, it's a topic that's and, out and, there. And, uh, yeah, absolutely. And for yeah. women, the three big buzz areas are postpartum, yeah. PCOS, and yeah. alopecia, which of course we saw at the Oscars recently. We <laughs> did. We saw all of that. Yeah, that was uh, that was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but postpartum. You know, before we came on here, I mean, I did a quick. You know, one of your questions. I think uh, later on, it's like, well, what have you googled most recently? Well, I googled. <laughs> I did Google. I I TikToked. Amazing. <laughs> I TikToked uh, postpartum. Yeah. And you know, as of this morning, there are over five hundred million uh, views on postpartum. Um, uh, as, as a hashtag alone and uh, yeah. a postpartum hair recovery is a big one also it's yeah. just it's 500 million i mean it's such a big issue that wasn't really acknowledged before it was like right. you know get on with it <laughs> yeah it was it was literally like if you pull it back and think about all the changes that you go through and then you have a child and then your body's changing and then in the shower your hair is falling out as well it's a dark place. I mean, it's, it's a lot to, to take in. And so I love that the hairdresser, as you mentioned, is the ultimate influencer, because who else would you recommend? I mean, there's so many things out there with so many claims, but as far as, you know, 
who is that person to recommend that you're trusting and having that audience with the hairdresser is really, really important. Yeah. I mean, the next in line is the doctor or a derm, uh, you know, they're the other key people. And then of course, key opinion leaders. But Mm -hmm. I think the key is, you know, we we recently um, had a, uh, an influencer talk about her postpartum experience. Mm -hmm. um, And she talked about how after using the Bosley product, she saw less hair coming out. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because I remember when, you know, my, I, so I have a three-year-old daughter, right? Oh, okay. she, she's the apple of my Amazing. eye, absolute princess, <laughs> right? But but uh, I remember when, a few months after my wife gave birth, she like, you know, hon, what the heck? It's See terrible. This? Yeah. I, 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 fix this. Um, <laughs> so, and I would tell her, look, you got to take your supplements every day. You have to use a scalp scrub. And I, was, and I, I mean, yeah. I'd never come across scalp scrubs until, you know, mm-hmm. maybe you know, a year ago and then realized how good they are for your scalp, getting rid of all the crud and cleaning up right. and preparing the scalp and so forth. But, and then you got to look at things like minoxidil, which by the way, I mean, look, the C word, COVID, um, yeah. how yeah. many people have had stress-related hair loss in the last year, 18 months, whatever your time period is. Um, yeah. you know, there's a fancy Latin word for it. It's called telogen effluvium so mm. very intelligent now and it's it's essentially it's this <laughs> stress related hell so of course you know we just we just get kind of we just hopefully getting out the back end of out of uh covid right, right. then we've got people right. blowing each other up in europe and then we've got inflation well, anyway yeah no wonder people are losing their hair right, right. so right. so what the good news is you know things like minoxidil have been shown to reverse that temporary hair loss as well yeah. so we that's why i feel really good about um what we're doing here Mm-hmm. Um, not, not necessarily saving lives, but p- saving people's confidence. I mean, you know, the, sure. you know, when I see testimonials of women saying, "God, I don't have to wear my hat anymore." I go, like when mm-hmm. I was, I, I feel confident going out, hanging out with my friends now. Before I was yeah. like, "No, maybe I'll see you next week." And it took about a, a, a bad hair day. It's like a bad hair month, and, yeah. and, uh, and and you know, to see the you know, for women and men to feel good about themselves. Um, in, in this this version of Bosley that we have without them having to go spend $10,000. I mean, that, it certainly works at a hair restoration uh, clinic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's incredible before and after results, but we're also seeing some great results from the work we're doing. And so that was one of the reasons why I wanted to come back to Bosley because I wanted to, if I was going to get in, in bed with another brand again, I wanted to be something that really works and yeah. you can stand behind uh, and not just be a me too. Yeah, um, right. And I think it's been very helpful and, and made us feel good about what we're doing. Yeah. And you mentioned, you know, sort of the science, the formulation behind it. T- talk to me about the team, hmm. um, you know, behind the products to make sure that the efficacy is there, the science is there. Um, walk me through that process. Yeah. You know, I'll take you down a trip down memory lane here. <laughs> but, you know, back in the day, the guy behind Redken, who was the genius there, was a guy called Dr. David Cannell. And it used to be, I mean, he was such a charismatic individual. I mean, just hilarious to work with, but, <laughs> but his genius mind to be able to link up with marketing people. And so marketing would say, hey, I want a product that does this with this molecule and does that. And he'd be like, nah, forget that. What you need is this. And, and on, on the for, fast forward to today. So on the marketing side here, uh, one of my colleagues I've worked with four times now, uh, Janice Lee, wow. she was with me at Garnier. Her and I and our brand manager, uh, Amber Carter, who came from Henkel, we, we, we meet with the genius over at Bosley, who is Dr. Ken Washenik. And he's been ahead of various different councils and associations. He's been with, 
with Bozzy for many, many moons. He knows intimately how the skin and hair will react with products. Oh. He went to NYU. Um, so he, he, he's just an expert in the space. And then, of course, we also have the formulation expertise of Causeway, which is this amazing uh, shampoo manufacturer here in uh, Los Angeles as well. So when you combine all of that power together, what you get is just an amazing team yeah. that has all of the answers. And uh, so we've been very happy with how we curate, collaborate. Yeah, I'll give you a couple of sneak peeks. So yeah. uh, coming out, as you saw on my LinkedIn profile, by the way, we do, yes. these thicker, we do this thing called Thicker Hair Thursdays, like which it. are fun. And LinkedIn for me is somewhere you want to share value. I agree. Not just say, oh, it's my cat's birthday today. Because I believe that should be It's nice and everything, but I don't belong to Facebook, right? Maybe. I see LinkedIn as like, hey, I found this out. Here's something of value totally. to us. That's the way I, I love look LinkedIn, at it, right? yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I said, well, how can I be of value? How can I be of service? And so what I try to do is bring on uh, hairdressers and experts in this world to present solutions for people who might, you know, be interested or have a problem themselves. We all will have, sure. you know, some point we're going to have an issue probably with our hair. Yeah. Um, so w- with, with that in mind, we've been building these uh, thicker hair Thursdays to talk to products and, 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 and solutions. Now, this one here um, is, I'm show that up, is, is a, yeah. it's a brand new product. And what we found out was, Again, this one, in, this one hormone called dehydrotestosterone, DHT, is the one that's most responsible for people who have alopecia, resp- mm. most responsible for micronizing, shrinking the hair follicle and pushing the hair out prematurely so we get thinner hair. And it's not just about the men. <laughs> you yeah. know, men might lose it here and here, but women, as you know, it's a diffuse thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the whole, whole hair getting yeah. uh, less dense uh-huh. and thinner as changes happen. Uh, so I think um, you know, this is going to be great because it's going to help prevent a lot of that DHT action. Uh, it's going to help block it. That's one thing. I'll, I'll share with you one other quick story. You know, a couple of years ago, my, my uh, babysitter was over. Bleached, well, not bleached, but c- colored, let's say processed, yeah. fine hair to here. Okay. She says, you know what, who do you work with? I told her, <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen the ads on TV. You know, what, a cousin, mm-hmm. uncle did it years ago, whatever. She says, well, I wish you could do something for my hair. So what, what's the problem? She says, well, um, she says, uh, I can never grow it. Can't get it mm. down here. And so I get this stringy thing mm-hmm. and it's not that thick anymore. And I'm like, okay, well. Let me think about that. So we've generated a brand new product launch that's going to come out this summer, okay. which basically helps pe- – <laughs> I'm trying to say this the right way uh, – hair growth <laughs> challenged individuals. <laughs> but, yeah. but, you know, instead of trying to fix it here, we have this new option that's going to fix the hair here and make it hmm. thicker and fuller. Interesting. Right. And uh, the name of this uh, brand, this line extension um, range, is, if you want to call it regimen, is called Mend Extend. Mend Extend. All right. And so what it does, it really helps fix those ends that tend to break hmm. and help extend the length of the hair, making it fuller. Amazing. And so we're yeah, super excited. And it's got yeah. this great, you know, one of, the, one of the things fine hair people have, you know, as you know this from your head, is, 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 is I hate to weigh my hair down, right? So yes. one of the, one of the, I think one of the most uh, exciting ingredients in beauty right now is hyaluronic acid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so Amber uh, Carter, our brand manager, found this ingredient story and now has woven it into our brand. Mm. Now, hyaluronic is, is such a moisturizing element that doesn't weigh your head down. So it's great for fine hair folks. 
Mm-hmm. So there's a couple of things that I'm also talking about. How, how do we solve problems? How do we be right. of service mm-hmm. without pushing all the, the branding and the product and the price? But yeah. simply, how do we solve a solution? Your choice if you want to buy into it, but, no. but here's how we're going about it. Right. And that's amazing. I mean, I think that, you know, you are very engaged in link, on LinkedIn. So anyone following, make sure to, to follow you as well. And I've gotten a lot of value out of that too. And, and it really positions you as the thought leader that you are in the hair thinning and loss category. Thank you. You know, we, we're striving to be a credible solution. Yeah. You know, and I look across, and this is not a knock, but I look across to some of the other solutions and look mm-hmm. at some of the nasties they have in there. I, I had... I had cancer about five, six years ago. I had a tumor in my head. And, oh, uh, and so Lord. again, one of the other things, you know, is top of mind is making sure that we have an ingredient deck that is yeah. sensitive to folks, especially those who have maybe gone through, uh, had, had a cancer. And, and, you know, unfortunately it's become more prevalent in our world now. It's like mm-hmm. one out of every four folks seem to have some kind of, you know, uh, interaction with some kind yeah. unfortunately, some kind of cancer. So um, we want to make sure that we're, our, our forms are clean. Uh, yeah. And that's been really important to stand behind things, not just mm-hmm. do they work, but are they good for us as well? Yeah. And that's such a differentiator because when you are in a bit of that desperate cycle of like my hair is falling out for X, Y, Z reason, you know, it's easy to sort of glom onto something that, that, that has a claim that it'll work. Right. And not thinking of that afterthought of like, wait a second, what am I putting in on, on my scalp, in my body, on my hair? So Definite point of differentiation. Um, talk to me a little bit about the different product lines and some of the things that those product lines solve for men and for women. Yeah, great point. Now, you know, typically we're looking at folks who have early signs of thinning, okay. and there's a range of products at Bosley for those folks called uh, Bos Defend. Okay. Um, and then for folks who have more visible signs. There again, there are uh, products there that are, you know, help combat that. And again, typically what these products are doing is removing DHT off the scalp. Proven okay. to do that. We've done some testing with uh, uh, Tri Princeton Labs that shows mm-hmm. our hair care removes that off. Then huh. it's about putting the scalp in the best condition for growth okay. uh, and best condition for healthy follicles. One of the most magical products that is in the Bosley MD line is something called follicle energizer. Cause not everyone likes mm. to put chemicals on their yeah. skin and scalp. Um, I mean, look, minoxidil is great. And we have the hair regrowth treatments. In fact, we have the, the foam treatment, which is fantastic because for the first time you can put a, tr- a treatment here and it's not going to run down your face, eyes and on the pillow onto your, onto your partner. Maybe, mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but some people don't want to put, a chemical on the on their skin, a drug. So this follicle energizer product is actually a botanical complex, hmm. including things like uh, uh, caffeine and biotin and, and uh, stems, apple stem stales that can hmm. really help uh, uh, bring uh, those baby hairs back. We're seeing some of this. We're going to be putting that product into a panel soon. Uh, but but again, what I what I like about uh, our products is that they're tested in many ways, like our starter yeah. packs, which is way 
most people enter with these three product kits. So, you know, yeah. kudos to Nioxin for years ago getting us onto this this schedule of like right. we got to buy this kit. Shampoo, One, two, three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, good for them. And uh, but we've updated that concept and something that's a little bit more uh, contemporary, uh, ingredient wise and performance wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's those type of daily uh, situations uh, okay. solutions, and then there's like I said these these hair regrowth solutions, whether it's non-drug with this follicle energizer or with our monoxidil products, which um, it is going bonkers out there with hair regrowth treatments with, with monoxidil. People are drinking, eating, whatever you want, using a lot of these products. Again, they're the only yeah. ones, unless you're a man who can go to finasteride with a prescription, uh, which again, it's a drug thing to people like, you know, maybe, maybe not, mm-hmm. but, uh, or, or go to a $10,000 hair restoration, uh, you know, to, to be able to combat that, with a hairy growth uh, treatment like uh, our hairy growth uh, product does uh, or, and our daily DHT removal is really key. Now, I will show you, it's going to be a holistic approach. Okay. Um, I got to be honest, I thought this whole like supplement thing was smoke and mirrors. I, I really did. But when I started taking these things, it makes a big difference. Um, really? Hair and nails. Huh. I mean, hmm. I, you know, when you're taking these supplements, your nails, I, I can only speak for me, but nails are growing faster than I'm like, what is going on? And, uh, <laughs> and for sure, it, it definitely, you know, you're, you're building that keratin uh, ingredient and you're influencing the hair follicle. You're putting the ingredients into your body. Yeah. I definitely, we definitely see a holistic action going on between getting rid of the DHT, strengthening the hair follicle, providing with hair regrowth uh, uh, ingredients, mm-hmm. And then doing the, taking the supplement as well, which by the way, we've got some very interesting new supplement delivery systems coming. I'm not going to talk about that today, mm. but uh, uh, but that, but you can see out there in the marketplace, this okay. this whole area of vitamins and supplementation yeah. has grown so much uh, that it's really really developed. And then of course, there's as I said, there's there's also other categories that you alluded to. Yeah. One of the uh, issues I think with hair thinning, it's not like hair color or a styling product necessarily, you can put some color, completely change your appearance within an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the product that can do that are the magical hair fibers. Uh, yes. And I, yeah. I think, Don, have you ever used mm-hmm. these products before, these hair fibers? It's very interesting. And especially for women. Yes. Right? For my part. For right, my part. exactly. <laughs> On a part, you sprinkle yes. these things in. And Amazing. I, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it liter- they literally can change from something that might look a little thinner here to like a darker part, which changes the whole appearance. So I'm a big fan, actually. It, re- it really is. Yeah. Um, and if, for those who, who don't know it is that they're safe to use, um, they're electrostatics, they stick to the hair, not the scalp. So you know, it's not like you yeah. have dandruff. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. It's just like they, they're almost invisible, but you get this appearance. Of, 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 yeah, it's, it's very <laughs> interesting. Um, so, so that's kind of the core. And then, of course, okay. I'm very excited for, for men to extend coming along. I think that's going to be a whole new opportunity for women to grow their hair thicker and fuller yeah. without having to do something on their scalp necessarily. Um, but, but overall, I think that just more solutions are coming yeah. out that we'll be able to provide and supply. I'm also excited about the very robust innovation stream that's coming down the pipe. You know, one of the things that my team has now been actively doing is seeking out biotech labs to understand what is the the next generation. Sounds very Star Trek, but it was the next generation, you know? Wow. It sounds like quite the team behind Bosley MD over there and just reoccurring innovations and changes and launches 
So it has to be an exciting position for you to be in driving the brand as well. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and, and the brand's been growing. Um, you know, we, we relaunched in the middle of COVID. Yeah. Grew the brand by a third. Grew the brand again last year by over a third. Wow. But basically, since I've been back, we've doubled the brand in three years. And our plan is to do it again in the next three years because we think we have the ammunition to do it. Okay. Uh, still lots of opportunity. There's, there's a lot of, uh, you know, uh, food on the table, a lot of work to do. It's not going to be a, a, you know, a cakewalk, but, but I think mm-hmm. if we stay more focused on the simple concept, again, while I wanted to get involved with this was can we provide solutions? How, can we be of service? Because I think if we can, yeah. if we can be of service and provide value, then mm-hmm. stylists and consumers will come yeah. and, the, and the brand will just grow organically. Have you found most of that growth, um, even in kind of like the pop culture or times, you know, COVID, et cetera, and, and kind of that emphasis on hair loss, have you, um, have you found that this product is really a word of mouth product or are you reaching people like direct consumer? I know we talked about the stylist, what category are you seeing the most sort of lift in? Yeah. You know, um, when I look up around our revenue streams, it's, we have a pretty balanced stock portfolio when okay. I think about it. I mean, we have a robust yeah. uh, salon in, uh, business. We have a robust uh, Amazon business and also home shopping and, and other channels like Ultra and so forth are also uh, doing very well. Now, not shocking to know that social media is, is a key driver. Yeah, It is difficult, though, with this category mm-hmm. because, you know, pardon the, uh, it's probably not going to sound right, but it's, you know, this is almost like the, the female version of ED for men. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, because, there's a regulation and yeah. the guidelines. Yeah, for sure. And it's, yeah. and it's scary. I mean, people don't want to always be on social media mm-hmm. saying, oh my God, I'm Look losing my hair. I mean, yes. I, I, you know, not, not really, unless it is a, like I said, an influencer. There was this uh, lady, uh, Jeannie Mai, who uh, is a Asian TV celebrity. Mm. And uh, also very big on social media, has a, a YouTube with her mom and, and a TikTok herself cool. and I think in other channels. But she went through postpartum had, yeah. you know, and it was highlighting that. And I think there are a lot of key, influence, uh, key influencers that when they go through it, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, wow, now I need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. On a daily basis, it's maybe not so, so visual, not so current. Yeah. Um, but it's at least those individuals, because they're in a place of influence, they can feel probably more confident to talk about it. Whereas most of us are not in the public eye are probably more unlikely to take pictures of ourselves and say, Oh, I got a a problem. Yeah, (laughs) no, not at all. I mean, because why do we want to broadcast that? Right. So, so I think that that's interesting and great to see that you're seeing that kind of even portfolio of of growth Mm. across the board and congratulations on that growth. That's absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and again, that we, you know, uh, the, the mainstay. You know, we, we came back to to when I pulled the, the new t- because we hired a brand new team almost here too. And we said, we said, hey, let's write our vision mission statement together. Cool. You know how you know we ended up saying, hey, we are the global thinning hair authority, providing women and men with mm-hmm. comprehensive solutions, and and that was as, as simple as it gets for us. So, yeah. So what we're focused on now is the gain. What is the gain that uh, women and men are seeing? Yeah. Um, not just to be the thinning hair solution, but what, what, is, what, is, the, the, what is the positive uh, end of the funnel that they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're receiving out of using our products? And then how do we align with that and publicize it? Because then it, become, it truly does become a word of mouth. I was talking to a, a mentor of mine recently 
who was saying that he bumped into one of his mentors uh, at an airport recently. Mm-hmm. And he said, and his mentor said, you know, you're doing the same thing as me. The only difference is I've sold 25 million books. People know mm-hmm. me, my, my name more than you, but you're <laughs> going to get there. You, when yeah. you get published, you awesome. know, you'll become, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Well, wonderful. It's been so great having you and, and hearing about all of the innovation that has been done and clearly is upcoming in the next year or two. Thank you, Kelly. Very exciting. <laughs> it's great. I love your passion too. I mean, I can see it's there. And to think that the products are making a difference in so many people's lives, it's got to be truly rewarding at the end of the day, right? You're not just selling a, a hairspray that's making, certainly making people feel good, but you're changing their confidence. So that, that's amazing. So now we're to a little section we like to call the tease quick takes. <laughs> and I think, uh, I think we're going to have some fun. So I'm going to toss some questions out to you and then happy for you to just fire back what, whatever you think. So the first one is, what is a quote that you love? God, there are so many. I mean, I'm a big, I'm a big follower of, of Wayne Dyer. <clears throat> I think he was such a genius. Well, and I'm talking like a little post because he passed away a few years ago, but he's still alive in many ways. But, but you know what? Uh, uh, when, I think my favorite quote is, um, it is done to you as you believe. Mm. And of course, this is not a, necessarily a, a, a spiritual connotation, although I did apparently allegedly go back to, I think it was a, a, a quote of Jesus, but, but uh, I think it's done to you as you believe because that mm. is where it all starts. If you walk out the day and say, I'm going to have a crappy day, and it probably is going to happen. Right. And, uh, but if you lay out your goals and you say, okay, my, I aspire to achieve and be and do and so forth, then it can happen. You know, I was, like I said, I was in England yeah. 30 odd years ago, twiddling my thumbs saying, oh, what should I do next? Uh, this airport yeah. thing's not working out. And here we are. I'm so lucky to be, you know, working with such a yeah. great group of people. Yeah. What a career. What was your last Google search? <laughs> yeah. Well, probably your website, actually. I was, look, I was looking at Sam Veer. Um, I've known Sam a number oh, of I love years. Sam. Yeah. What a great guy. I do from back in the Redkin so, days. And, wow. uh, um, and then of course his own tall line, we'd bump into each yeah. other, compare things. But, uh, uh, I did, I was, I was actually listening to a little bit, of, a little bit of that. So that was probably <laughs> that, but of course my mainstay of course is every day. My home website is always plugged into bbc.com. Okay. All right. Can't get the BBC out. Got to stay current over there. Right. Exactly. <laughs> what is the cringiest trend that you have ever tried? Oh man. You know, for, <laughs> for, for a summer or two, you remember, I don't remember, but probably it was about, mm, goodness, um, around the turn of the millennium. Yeah. God, 22 years ago. Right, that. that is wild. Isn't that crazy? Um, don't you remember it like it was yesterday, how we thought the internet was literally going to just like shut down? Yeah. <laughs> like the power grids, like we were like, is it going to happen? <laughs> and I bet you had an AOL account, right? I mean, we I all totally AOL did. I had a Hotmail. I still have my Hotmail account. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but but to, to answer your question, you know, I had the whole, you know, there was a trend in England with all the soccer players. I had the complete bleach blonde hair for a okay. couple of years. And I remember um, <laughs> it was the, the head of education at Weller at the time did it for me the first time, Paul Smith, yes, great guy. Right. And uh, he bleached my hair and it went orange. And he's like, Come oh, on. he said, that would meant to happen. <laughs> so I had to bleach it a few more times to get it more like a banana color or something like that. And uh, so that lasted about, I think, a summer or two. And I was like, oh man, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Hair was like straw. It was like, you know. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. We've all done it. Right. And we've learned our lesson. <laughs> um, what animal are you most like? Well, I'll let you a secret. You know, I spent some time in Peru um, okay. a few years ago with the shamans and they very much no into way. their, the yeah, they're very much in the mythology and their wow. relationship with animals. They have different directions on what they call the medicine wheel. They talk about people in, in the South, you know, being like a, a snake and people about shedding their skin and, and then people in the West and being more feminine and people in the North being associated with the hummingbird and uh, manifesting life and goods and so forth. And, huh. and then so uh, my, my teacher at the time says, you're a very East person. You're like the condor. Uh, you like to see the big picture, but you need yeah. clarity on the, the twig and the branch and the small <laughs> side of the forest, not just the, the canopy. So okay. I, I, I prob probably that eagle condor vision, having vision at the top level, but also the detail. Yeah. Which I'm sure makes you a wonderful person to work for and a great leader of a brand that's innovating because you can see the forest and you can see the trees. <laughs> You'll have to ask my team that. They may not agree with <laughs> Okay, what is one product that you cannot live without that's not a Bosley MD product? Gosh. You know, in hair care years ago, it used to be, I think, probably um, American Crew pomade. Um, yeah. You know, in skin care, it's probably either marula oil or, again, high hyaluronic acid. Mm -hmm. um, my wife went and got that uh, CeraVe moisturizer. It's actually really yeah. good. I've been mm -hmm. using a lot of that uh, as well. But uh, so there are a couple of my beauty hacks. Okay, I like it. And the last one is, what is the advice for those who want to make it to the top of our industry? Mm, you know, a few years ago, I'll tell you a little story. A few years ago, I was interviewing for a job, a decent job. And I thought I had all my ducks in a row, did all my research, sat with the, the recruiter the night before going across the street to the office to interview. And she said, you know, Ian, it all sounds good. She said, uh, you know, you have uh, two ears one mouth uh, i was like why is she mm -hmm. going with this she's, and she's like mm -hmm. you really need to talk half as much i was like and, and my ego was like boom and i was like oh my god i, I was like what is she and i was like god but i tell you what a couple of things so so yes earlier in my career i wish i'd probably shut up more and listened more okay. because that teaches you to be um not just respectful but you mm -hmm. can be opportunistic and you can grow and listen yep. and grow faster the rest get a mentor and I don't just mean having one on the resume to check off, but actually having a mentor that you can have a set monthly schedule with and check in with and review your questions. And, and not just from a, an IQ point of view, but yeah. today, of course, very invoked to have an EQ side because we yeah. all need someone to vent to about different things in our world. So I think a mentor is absolutely uh, critical. And the, the one thing that has really helped, I think, for me, even in at this stage of my career, is to be part of a leadership group mm -hmm. of similar peers uh, because you're dealing with similar issues. So maybe that really works at, even at other levels is if you're in a group um, of, of similar like-minded, similar stages, then you can really grow uh, yeah. together. So that, that'd be my yeah. three was to, would be to li listen more, speak less. <laughs> Get a mentor <laughs> and be involved in, in, a, in a group of some sort that, that keeps you on track. I love that. And to your first point, there's sort of a mantra that I live by, um, and it's to be the most interested person in the room instead of the most interesting. So oh, that yeah. goes back to, you know, two ears, <laughs> one mouth, and to listen and to be curious. And so 
well, well thought out three points for our audience to listen to. So where can we find Bosley MD? If we're like, we're sold, we're going to need to get some, where can we head? Where can we follow you on social? Sure. Well, first of all, if you want to buy product, go to your salon or go to one of the places. I mean, you can Google us and you can find many different uh, of our avenues. Uh, if you want to find out more, more information, you can certainly uh, look us up on TikTok or you can look us up on uh, Instagram uh, or Facebook. And of course, I'm on LinkedIn. So people can DM me directly and I'll answer your questions. Hey, you know what? Um, maybe I'll offer one of these. You got, you know, yeah. Some of your listeners can check out this new blocker <laughs> if they DM me. Um, so that's that's the best place to, to stay in touch with us there, especially if it's a business person listening to this, then mm-hmm. definitely sign up for Thicker Hair Thursdays. Listen to us yeah. on Thursdays. You're going to drop all the knowledge all of the Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being with us. I learned so much, certainly about you and your wonderful career, as well as Bosley MD. We will be cheering you on from the sidelines as all of your new product innovations launch. Thank you, Kelly. Be well and really appreciate the opportunity to you and your team. You bet. All right. So Jeff, I mean, legitimately buying the products and the supplements. So for me, I've seen all of the supplements out there. You don't know what's, you know, efficacious, mm-hmm. um, but Ian convinced me I'm going to switch over to Bosley MD. I'm going to take my so-called other ones I've been using and put them to the side and give it a whirl. So a lot of insights um, on the hair thinning and loss category. And thanks to him for joining the pod today. All right. Be sure to hit subscribe, rate and review and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Read the Tease and send in questions to volume up at thetease.com. Volume Up is a Tease Media production. This episode was produced by Monica Hickey and Madeline Hickey. Brian Daly is our editor and audio engineer. Thank you to our creative team for putting together the graphics for this episode.